Hello, and again, welcome to BitDepth. I'm Santiago Ramones. Across from me is... Amber Young. How you been? How, how, are you, how are you doing? It's great. <laughs> yeah, doing good, man. Yeah, so I got, I got some questions for you. So I listened to Cruising while I was yes. cruising. Um, what made you do that name? So it's kind of more about how the how the track came about. So mm-hmm. I've been telling this story a lot, and that's okay. But all these tracks were originally numbered ambient one through yeah, yeah, yeah. twelve, and then whenever I like decided to compile it into an album, I was like, well, that wouldn't be very interesting. And so I had Mm -hmm. to assign names to each one. And this one with how I wrote it, I first kind of played with this synth sound, which sounds like this. And upon hearing that, I was like, this kind of feels like... Like the PS1 intro. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's that's like, as soon as I heard that first chord, I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's PS, PS1. <laughs> but I was like, this sounds like menu music that would be playing for like a racing game or something. If you've ever played any of the like Forza games oh, yeah. or like Gran Turismo yeah. or something, I immediately was like, oh, this is what that is. And so upon hearing that sound, I was like, well, let's just make menu music for a racing game. Nice. And so that was the train of thought. And so it's like, it just kind of feels like driving, you know, on the road, cruising and and enjoying your your time, your free freedom. (laughs) So more technical follow-up question. What are you using for that synth? That came from a like, synth pack or like sample pack or something uh that because at the time this was probably in like 2014 okay i was using a the free version of able or like the the version that comes whenever you buy like yeah the light version i love it yeah i made like four records on that version (laughs) yeah well this entire record is on that version okay and and so i was just kind of going off of just like free shit let's do free shit and so anytime anything like ableton was like hey you can download these things they're also free and so immediately i was like cool give me that and so and every time that you get a new thing it's like what's this what's this what's this what's this and you're scrolling through presets and that's like one of the first things that came up and i was like "Ooh, let's do something with it and so it is i think it like came from the like kj sakwa like some some random pack thing that they had yeah and so it's not a it's not a synth necessarily it's it's a sample but like you know and you just kind of manipulate it throughout the whole thing yeah the weird thing about that one is that since it is a chord you can only really pick so many notes to play with these synths because of scales (laughs) and so that's why the the whole thing only does three chords one four five because it's a major chord and those are the chords that you hear yeah and and it uh (laughs) it kind of plays to the ambient nature of it just kind of repeating those three yeah yeah and and 
kind of from the beginning, I was like, this is background music. And yeah. so it doesn't need to be incredibly complex or incredibly heady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have another question. Why did you decide to do the drums in halftime and not like, because I, as soon as I heard that sound, I got that like racing game, sweet PS2 era vibe. But um, like, why did you go with halftime rather than doing the standard, you know, drum and bass sort of thing? I don't know. I didn't want it to sound so frantic. I think the thing about menu music, and this is the nuance that comes in writing for like film and writing for video games and writing for whatever, is that there's a line that you're walking between having the player or the listener pay attention to it and having the music just give focus. And so you want the music to like be a push but you don't want the music to be the reason <laughs> in a yeah, in a weird yeah. way. And so I wanted the groove of the drums to be more laid back. And so even though there's a lot of notes happening, especially whenever the other instruments start coming in that are kind of faster, the drums are still kind of setting the pace. And so it's like you're not necessarily flooring it. You're just cruising. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing about the drums is that it's a little bit kind of dubstep inspired, I think. I think at the time... Yeah, you you said 2014. Yeah, yeah. 2012 to like 2015 was like very dubstep heavy. And even though this doesn't sound like dubstep... The drums... The kick having that like double like... Yeah, exactly. This groove is more like... It's almost more of like a metal groove. A little bit, too. Little bit. Like the, the double Which, kick thing. And I mean, that that kind of goes in with the whole dubstep thing. Like, they're kind of hand in hand a little bit. Yeah. And so, normally, I'm lazy and I just, like, click into the sequence in clips. But this one, I actually just played. Because oh. I, I liked how it felt... And so I just, you know, on, on the drum pad or whatever, okay, okay. I, I played it with my hands, but normally I'll just like, I know what I want the rhythm to feel like mm-hmm. and I'll just click it into place. Just grid it out. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, I'm like, no, let's, let's feel it out. And so I feel like this one, this drum groove feels more loose and free because I'm not doing like rigid loops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the drum loop kind of went for a little while the phrase is i think 10 10 bars or something like that it's not a a normal like eight bar or 16 bar phrase i had the drums instead of doing like one loop for an entire like chord phrase Mm -hmm. it's a long phrase is more so the point and so as you get to the end of the phrase like the drums are doing something even more at the end of it so like So like that thing is a little different because I was just like, well, I did that rhythm already. Yeah, I did that rhythm already. Let's do something else with that. Let's do something else with with that. And so like I got as irregular as I could in my brain at that point. And so I like it because it's a longer loop rather than you get used to it so quick. It's it feels a little bit more dynamic and it feels like a real human is playing it because it is. Did you like quantize that and stuff or just play it in and 
say it's good. I think it is quantized. Yeah. I think but just probably like slightly. Yeah. The other part about this album is that like, I didn't know what I was doing (laughs) is like the whole point of the album being called bloom is that I was sort of coming into being as a musician. Yeah. And so whatever perceptions people might have is like, Oh, you should definitely quantize drums or no, don't quantize drums. You want to have that real feel. I was just like, but the lines aren't lining up. Right, right. <laughs> it's just like quantize, hard quantize. And I kind of do that a lot still. And I don't know if maybe that's just become a staple of my sound now that everything mm-hmm. is like hard to the grid. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I mean, even back in the day, whenever people were using sequencers and drum machines, that was all hard to the grid anyways, too. And so that, that has a sound. Exactly. It'll probably wind up being my last question, but it's the most heady, so we can talk about okay. it a little bit. And I've edited it since I started talking to you about this, but do you think making film slash video game music, do you think of it as an art or as a science? Because you mentioned yeah, how it has to play to the medium rather than being... Yeah, it is a bit of both. And it's kind of like, there's the things that you kind of write at, face value you should or should not do and so yeah the the very direct just like this is a racing game and it's like all right so let's have mongolian throat singing it's like but wait Mm -hmm. the game is set in the united states it's like yeah mongolian throat singing like that's already a bad decision yeah yeah, and i'm sure you could like art your way into making that decision anyways but like it's not quite Right. So it's, it's, um, I always kind of describe the process of songwriting and kind of even more so whenever you have a prompt and a, a goal for something like film scoring or scoring for video games is like you're chiseling away at the marble that isn't the statue. Mm. And so you kind of find what is more right for what you're going for. Cause And that is the difference is that sometimes free creation is just, you're just throwing stuff. There's not even, there's not a statue within, you're just making it from nothing. Whereas whenever you have a goal and you're trying to go for something, it is more like trying to, you're finding the stuff that isn't right. I kind of, I think even thinking back to, like how I wrote this, normally I I would have like a super complex baseline. And I I really enjoy complex baselines. There's other tracks on the album, specifically Trials that has a, a cool baseline. But this one is literally just like the root note. And it's playing the same rhythms with everything. There's actually two bass sounds in yeah. the in the track. So that's one sound, and then this is the other one. So it's a little bit more thuddy and low, but... It's got a lot of that Moga, like, filter, resonant filter thing going. Yeah, yeah. But instead of trying to give you more to focus on, again, still going for something as this is background music, if I add too much, it becomes... What it's not. A distraction. Yes, exactly. And so, like, when Squidward put the, the 
the weird nose on SpongeBob's statue. Pure art comparisons, like with SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do think that that is kind of more the sciencey part of it, mm-hmm. of like what you should and shouldn't do. But it, it is blurry in that kind of like I mentioned earlier, you could art your way into wrong decisions and make them the right decision. That's actually something that I feel like was a lot of what I got out of my master's degree, Mm. which was everything is bullshit. (laughs) And so like I could have just gone into all of my lessons and been like, this is what I did today. I farted into a microphone and it is art. And now like, but the other part is like, all right, how well are you justifying the art? Is it just you're you're farting into a microphone? That's a thing. Or is it like, are you making a critique about the nature of art and the farting into the microphone is the absurdist commentary on yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, when you make that kind of argument, you are actually kind of justifying the art. And so with writing for film and writing for uh, video games you do have that leeway of all right client stay with me but this is the decision that i made i like this decision and this is why yeah but it's also weird and here we are so i i think that that was kind of more of the line that i was going for i wasn't going towards something super strange or artsy with this track it's just like a a cool groove track. Yeah. And it is a bit repetitive, but the the line of attention versus distraction is like if you are just paying attention to the track, there's at least something happening at the end of each phrase that keeps you going. So like for a while that synth is kind of the main thing that's playing, but then over time you get this this little like marimba thing that's, yeah. that comes in and then later you get this guy that's like giving you a little bit more like a different polyrhythm even because the whole thing is in like this 4-4 four, four, the triplet subdivision is kind of pulling a little bit more and so even though it's simple and there's just like an arpeggiated thing yeah there's a little bit more in there to pull, but not quite distract. And then once it loops so many times, then kind of in the like three quarters of the way through, then the bass and the synth drop out and you have just those two. Yeah. Were kind of like the rhythmic elements, the distractors. Yeah. And then, and then they're by themselves. And so like, Hey, pay attention to this now. And so it's like each time it's, something else to pay attention to and something else to keep you in but not pull you out (laughs) interesting yeah makes sense what is what did you get out of the track (laughs) kind of like what you said it's almost like i mean it takes elements of a lot of different types of music like ambient and dubstep as we said but yeah it's definitely like cruise is probably the perfect name because you can just listen to it you know, I, as I did, windows down and just, you just listen to the whole thing without even realizing that you listen to, what is it, almost six minutes? Yeah, it's almost six minutes. Yeah. Which, kind of in retrospect, I'm like, 
this is kind of long for something that's so backgroundy. Yeah, but but also at the same time makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're like in this hypothetical game that you're playing and you're just like painting your car and changing the rims or whatever it is, yeah. like you're just like, yeah, I'm enjoying what I'm doing and just like keep it going. Yeah. And if the track ends too soon, then it's like, oh no, what happened to the thing? I'm distracted from the menu and yeah, I have right. to pay attention to the music. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Campbell, thank you for doing this with me. Yeah, man. Good time. Plug, plug your stuff. You have stuff to plug? <laughs> Don't tell Dina.com for all that stuff. The LunarLap.com. But, I mean, we're mostly just in a state of limbo right now working on new stuff. So, there'll be yeah. new stuff probably like either late this year or next early next year yeah probably be the first remnants of new new things sweet is there any just like campbell young stuff going on i mean i'm always working on stuff but nothing that's (laughs) going to be released in the distant future so thank you so much and now here's cruising in its entirety
You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music. Bloom will be available on August 8th, streaming everywhere. Put it on in the background. Put it on your workout playlist. Show it to your friends so you can all enjoy it together. You can also buy the thing and get bonus content to get a bit deep into the emotions you can feel with it. I also make music with Power Cycle, an experimental electronic trio. Our first completely improvised album, Too Many Damn Cables, is streaming everywhere. More to come from Power Cycle in the future. To support this podcast, leave reviews, comments, tell your friends about it, and buy my music, because by supporting me, you're supporting the podcast. I always end the podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails, it's going to be okay, I might be wrong.